I am now. <laughs> is it 28? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Welcome to Contra Gentile Season 4, Episode... Oh, we called it Emergency Recording last time, so I don't even have a memory of announcing it right. Oh. 28? Maybe? I don't know. People are already falling asleep. <laughs> Warm. We're recording in the upstairs Lutheran's house that I'm house-sitting in. Jeremy's preoccupied with something on his computer. I'll cut it if we're not going to say anything. <laughs> what? I'll just cut it if we're not going to say anything. <laughs> we can put out a 45-second episode. <laughs> like the shortest thing we ever recorded. <laughs> we're going to set a silence record? I don't think one side works. Oh, I can take... Um... No, hold on. Is that better? Mm-mm. Um... Here, try that one. I don't necessarily need it right now. Does that work? Yeah, that side works. Nice. That one might be the battery part. Oh. After it charges up. That's, yeah. Was there a spot right here? No. Well, not with my cable in, but I guess I don't need it right now. I mean, I could turn my brightness down. That was for my phone. I don't really care. Oh, I see. Yep. You got the big brick for your phone. <laughs> I do. Yeah, that was from the uh, the uh, MacBook Air. Yeah. <sighs> well, how are you? Good. What have you been up to? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Not much yet. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of family time. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Nice. Yeah. How's everybody holding up? Good. Yeah. How about you? Same old. Yeah. So I'm just going to wait. <laughs> There's an ice to be broken tonight. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of what it is. <laughs> like, did I fuck up? <laughs> did somebody fuck up? Is somebody mad? Am I... Hmm. Well, we can always do this another time, too. No, I think it'll be good. <laughs> what will be good? Just to record. <laughs> okay, so have you been thinking about anything? No, um, probably not. The weather is great. Yes. Yeah. Except for the wind. Constant wind. Do you have anything you want to ask me? Is oh, the, is I, a, I thought it was going to be like a question and answer episode. No, that's next week. No, you said this week. I said 16th. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. So maybe we should do it another time? No, I thought that's all I was expecting. I oh, maybe, no, 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 you know, no. Like answer and question. No, episode. we have to riff this one. Yeah. We're doing a normal one. Oh, okay. That's next week. I guess that's a good way to segue. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing a question and answer session yeah. for the patrons. Always a good time. We're probably going to have to start limiting how many we answer an episode because I can't imagine answering like three to five questions per person at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the journalists, like, tripled our listeners and grew our patron base. So it's just not going to happen. Have we gotten some questions in so far? In our um, I can check. Not that I'm going to say them out loud now. Yeah. Patreon. Patreon. All right. I do have a notification. Dude. 
who's this person? They just asked like six questions. Come on. Did they? Awesome. Yeah. And then this guy, Oros, he asked, he gave us a few paragraphs and then a question about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we have questions. We should answer at least like one of them. Ryan Gosling's literally for me, for real, for real question. This he's, um, he might be ugliest women Ayn Rand now. Oh, he's like a, he's like a, uh, a serial, um, name changer. Yeah. It's ugliest women Ayn Rand. Do we just do it? Is this a teaser for the, our teaser? I put that teaser out because our, our recording with Mr. Patriarch failed. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. So I put that teaser out and it got like half of the normal listeners. We were like, fuck a teaser. Who cares? Who cares about teasers? You guys are just trying to get my money. Like, all right. So maybe because he asked so many, we should answer like two or three right now. Yeah, just. I think it'll be fun. And it's, um, it's Caleb and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, let's do a couple now and then we can finish the rest on the thing next week. Yeah. And that, um, that way we can kind of jumpstart. Yeah. I think not working as much has made your, you mentally kind of fried. No, because I thought it was going to be a question. Oh, answer, that's so. why you were so low-key? Yeah, so I'm just like, you know. Waiting? Yeah. Oh, no. I was like, why are you being an ass and just staring at me? <laughs> okay, so now he's here. Dude, wheat sins are so good. I know. I'm going to replace them if I eat too many. I'll, re- I, I'll replace them, whatever. We'll just keep a tally of what we use. Yeah. Um, this one isn't bad. That, that's their hard sell. The Kona, is it Kona brand? Kona brand? It's a okay. lot better than the other one. Than the the um, Kirkland one. Mm-hmm. Well, that one's actually, yeah, it's actually really tasty. Um, you like the Alaska brand one, right? Yeah, I think that's the best one I've ever. I do had. like that the best one we ever had is also local. Yeah, it's Juno. Alaskan brings in Juno. Is it? Maybe, yeah. Okay. Um, let me make sure that your levels are good. Can you like say something rude? Um, hello. That's rude. Okay. Um, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll pick a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, let's not do that one. These are the two. These are two heresy, heresy questions. Yeah, you want to do this? Those th- those two, and then we'll do the rest of his. He's gonna be like, "No, I paid for this. You're sacrificing no, I mean, my paid content." I, I think he's gonna come up with more. That's why. I, no, that's I, why know, I, I know, I know, I know. He always sends us like ten. Yeah. Uh, so, right, let's Ryan do Gosling. This. It's just, it's just ugliest women Ayn Rand is what it shows up on mine. This oh, really? is the Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Just, just in the email. Oh, that must be why. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's two questions. Um, what was the Manichaeist heresy? Manichaean. Manichaean heresy? Mm-hmm. Manichaeism heresy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how he writes it. What is Manichaeism? Mm. So that was when... Um, after Alexander the Great took over... Um, what is that called? Persia? Yeah. The Persian Empire. Um the religion kind of died out because the king, their emperor, mm-hmm. was also their god. And so there was always a lineage of gods. And so when they finally killed them, the Zoroastrianism kind of died. Yeah. But the theo- the philosophy behind it kind of lived on. When was this? What time period was this? 300s? So this was in ancient Greece. Oh, okay. And so okay, so okay, what, okay, what okay. ended up happening... So Zoroastrianism was, is that old? Yeah, yeah. No one's been a Zoroastrian. No, before. no. Okay. After, the, after the god died, it's like, oh, shit, we were wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so after Alexander the Great killed him, that's why he that's why he called himself God after that. 
um, after he after he destroyed them, some of the theology was kind of living on, but it died off. And so when Christianity happened um, a few hundred years later, um, what ended up happening was that many of the Persians who also converted to Christianity yeah. had still the um, dualistic mindset. Yeah. And so Manichaeism is a heresy, early Christian heresy that was derived from Zoro. a combination of Zoroastrian um, like metaphysics and Christian theology. Yeah. And so it kind of was developed um, in that way. And what would that, what would the nature of that be? What's the... Um, that there is good force and evil force. Oh, so same mm-hmm. with Albigensians. Yes. Albigensians yeah, yeah. were... Yes, yeah, Wild. dualists as well, yeah. But they were like beyond. Yeah, yeah. Like their theology isn't even remotely Christian. It's just this <laughs> like, because um, what, his next question was the Albigensian heresy. It was like, mm-hmm. Albigensians were during the Avignon, Avignon mm-hmm. pap- papacy. Yeah. I don't even know much about that. Was it someone illegitimately moved the papacy to Avignon? 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 Avignon. Yeah, I would have to read the history on that again. I, I, think, it's, I think it was. I, I learned it in high school. But I don't fully remember the, the um, history. The, I think it was Albigensians were present in southern France, mm-hmm. and some the 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 the, the, the papacy because the funny, what's funny pops, is that yeah. that same area is where the French Protestantism, the Calvinism, and everything developed yeah. from. Was in the but same I think there's a, there's a direct lineage between Albigensians and mm-hmm. French Protestants. Yeah, if I remember right. Yeah, I have that. I have a copy of the um, Unintended Reformation. Mm-hmm. Is the name? Yeah, yeah. Um, on my de- on my uh, dresser in my bedroom that just stares at me. And I want to read it, but it's such a slog. I know it is, but it's it's, exa- it's exhaustive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it is it is similar to Albigensianism. I think the main difference is um, Albigensianism really kind of took it to the next level mm-hmm. of saying that the body was evil. While in Zoro in Nazarash and Manichaeism, it really wasn't that they, they were actually more liberal, yeah, as opposed to the um Albigensian. What do you mean, liberal like more liberal sexual ethics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they didn't really think of it as absolute evil, they didn't, they didn't think the body was evil, they didn't correlate the dark force with the body the way that, especially, yeah, so, like yeah, Calvinists, yeah. Do. For for the Manichaeans, it was more it was more of a cosmology that there was a dark force and there's an evil force. Oh, okay. not so much that the body was evil and the spirit was good. Just that there was a an, mm-hmm. a, an, a, a real evil. Yes, yeah, just extremely anti Catholic. Yes, yeah. Is that do you know if that's a doctrine? Is that a doctrine that there is that evil is a privation of goodness, um, or is that I, just a metaphysical thing? It seems like the whole thing would be kind of um, incoherent if that was the case. Right. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if any um, any pope actually made it a doctrine. I do know it is what is what is commonly believed. Same way, like well, it seems know. like the whole concept of sin as we know it is based on. It is. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Evil as a privation. So of one, good. one can say it is an implied doctrine, but I don't think it's like an official one. There wasn't like. So it might be so fundamental that it's not even. Yes, and that doesn't yeah. even need to be clarified. But yeah, and because normally things don't become doctrine until there is opposition. And that normally was church history. It's like things were just commonly accepted, but then when there's an opposition, they're kind of forced to call um, a council to make something doctrinal. And that, that that's that, that's that just, just hasn't that, been a question. That has been a question. Yeah, I think we're just so fundamentally accepted. Yeah, because you could trace it back to the the um, 
the early church fathers and so forth. Yeah. It's like they all pretty much believe that. Even the even the minorly heretical ones, even Origen would believe that. Um, like Nestorius would believe that. Yeah, Nestorius. Yeah, they all um, kind of even the Arians this. believed that. Probably, I don't know whether they I think did. they did. Yeah. They were the Arians were the ones that Christ had one nature, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't, mm. or had his two separate natures weren't. Yeah, that he wasn't fully gone, fully man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that means just one nature, but I know that it didn't. It didn't believe. He didn't him. have two natures, at least. Yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't a completion of of Christ being fully God and fully man. <coughs> that is a twist off. Um, you can pull. I like to twist them because I feel yeah. strong. Um, <laughs> is there more of that one? Was did you finish it already? One? Yeah. Um, I can look. I know she has some other stuff that's right, like. Look, look, look. I'm, I'm in a comfortable position. Again. You're what? I'm in a good position. Oh, okay. I'd have to back up and stuff. I miss this kitchen a lot. Yeah. yeah this is where you made me the burger. Yeah. The first time you met my mom and my sister and Bill. Yeah, yeah. The only time I met your sister. The only time you've ever seen my sister in your life. And it was very brief. She like came in and she laughed and then you Do you want me to do this thing? No, I'm good. Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. No, but yeah, I remember she came in brief and then I thought, what did you tell me that she's insane because she doesn't let you bring peppers in the house? Yeah, bell peppers, she has a meltdown. Oh, yeah, that's what She just doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I just mean that. That was, a, yeah. that was the first time yeah, she I would, um, she'd flip out if I brought bell peppers into the, <laughs> into the house. <laughs> Very weird. She had like a literal like freak that's out. pretty insane. Attack. Yeah, and one time I wanted a bell pepper, so I, I cut it and ate it on the porch <laughs> and then like threw everything away on the porch. Um, and I came in and she like knew somehow and she freaked out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Were you shocked that she knew? No, not really. Mm. I wanted, I think I wanted to test what the boundaries were. Like what, how, how much she was allowed to freak out. Uh, How old was was she in during this time? Late teens. Yeah. That's pretty insane. <laughs> she's gotten a lot better. She's definitely. Oh, yeah. She's calmed down. Mm-hmm. You know, she still likes to have control over her environment. That's not going to yeah, go away, yeah. but she's not nearly as. Yeah. She's calm. Would she freak out like if you made her like a stuffed bell pepper? No. No? Oh, okay. No. Yeah. She wouldn't eat it, but she wouldn't be oh, like, yeah. mad about it. Mm-hmm. I think she'd know it was a joke at this point. <laughs> I need a stuffed pepper right now. I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had um, shit on a shingle today. Is that the Pennsylvania? No. Where is that from? I actually don't know. Uh, I've never heard of it before. It's um, like, Amy. it's a million things, right? It's just, yeah, plate. just like ground beef, potatoes, um, peas. On on a toast, on right? Yeah, on a toast, yep. So fucking good. Shit on a shingle origin. She just calls it like white trash food. It is a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, the unofficial term became popular slang among American soldiers during World War II. Hmm. Oh, it's it is like a war food. Oh, is it? Yeah, dish back. Yeah, it's a World War One food. Mm. Chipped beef. Mm. Interesting. That's like this gravy. Hell yeah! It's just so good. <laughs> I know it is. Gravies are really, always good. It, rem- it makes me think of like a um a dinner version of um. 
What is that one? Biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah. That's what it's, it's a like. similar thing. Yeah. yeah. Did she but, make the bread and stuff? Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I'm eating this shit. I'm like, I don't know how, well, like, why doesn't this stuff for like American dishes become more popular? Because it's just a good American dish. Yeah. Because I can't think of any other country that really Puts would make gravy on stuff. Yes. It's just like a gravy based meat. It's a white gravy, right? Yep. White gravy. Yeah. White so gravy is very American. Yeah. That's what it means. Like it reminded me a lot like um biscuits, biscuits and, and gravy, but except it has more it has beef rather than pork. Yeah. And um yeah, but then you also have like peas in there. It's like the only way I could eat peas because peas alone are disgusting. I love peas. Really? That might be our, our one of our greatest food divergences on, it, on yeah. vegetables. I just love peas. Yeah, I, I like the mix. Like I could have it with like mashed potatoes. Yeah. I could have a shit on shingle, but just to eat straight peas because it like, it's mushy. Yeah, it's just it's not the texture is kind of off, but with with stuff is actually good. It's almost it's, like it, caviar. Yes, like yeah. bean caviar. I do like caviar though. I could eat yeah. that straight. Yeah, but um, but it's the same thing with corn. Like yeah. I, I can't just eat straight corn. You mix it with potatoes. Oh really? Good. Yeah. You can't just. You ever had like um, is it esquites? Is the elotes thing where it's like a salad of corn with um like, oh. with like sour cream and chili powder and lime juice and stuff. No, I've never. Had That's that. very good. Esquites. That might be good. So that's what I mean. As long as there's other stuff with it, but just so you give me a corn on the cob, I'm like, I'm oh, so good. <laughs> I'm good. What about butter all over it? Yeah, man. That's interesting. Yeah, interesting. It's also cumbersome to eat. Yeah, it like gets your face all dirty. I just love it. Do you? I don't yeah. know. I don't because I don't. I think I've gotten to the point where I, I don't remember when it was. I think it was. You know, we've had the blowouts over music that were funny and like. I think it just after kind of a, a certain point of thinking about it, going through those kind of heated conversations about music on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, learning more. I just just like I literally can't care about um, disagreements of taste at all. Oh yeah, I can't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I can't that, that's care. I was. Yeah, that's that's the point that I was. That's why I never got passionate. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I don't fucking care. Yeah, you maybe in a different point in your life you might have if you were you know more. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah definitely. If I, if I was younger when I was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah. I don't fucking care and what then, other people like. Yeah. <laughs> like, broccoli is objectively disgusting. I'm yes, not that's, gonna that's have a, I'm not gonna have a feeling about you eating it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I still think it's disgusting, and I'll tell you if I yeah. have, if you ask me. I, I do think. Yeah. I think it, it comes with maturity, but also this thing comes with like um a better grasp it's gonna sound bizarre but i think it's a better grasp on metaphysics yeah because you kind of then are able to parcel out the objectivity or the objective nature of whatever you have taste towards and so as long as we could agree on that then you're fine with whether one likes it or not yeah except broccoli except yeah because we could objectively say that that's satanic (laughs) (laughs) what's your thing with broccoli what is it again this fart in your mouth yeah yeah that's didn't some random monk invent it in like 1500 or something oh right yeah i, f- I forgot who invented it. i have to look that up again but um yeah broccoli is just not it's, it's not a natural organic food Thing. yeah it's something that people were fucking around with yeah to the point that they made this disgusting little tree <laughs> and the original one really isn't that bad I, I think you would like it too if you if you have um it's a greek and if you have like the Greek broccoli, it's skinny, long. The broccolini it, stuff? It's almost like broccolini, but it doesn't taste, I, I don't know what they call it. It doesn't think, taste as farty. It doesn't taste as farty at all. Only, but I've only had it raw. Because even like straight up cabbage doesn't taste as yeah. farty. And they, they like put like um, olive oil with it. Yeah. They mix it with all the stuff and it's like, it's like oh, that's it's actually, fine. yeah, it's fine. I still wouldn't choose it. No. I would no. never just choose to eat straight vegetables. Yes, I know. It has to be with meat. 
I think that eating raw vegetables all the time is more of a modern thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. um, especially, you know, I know Koreans and stuff are like, why would you eat raw vegetables? You're supposed to cook everything. Yep. That's how it is in Peru is that you, you eat vegetables every day, but it's because, because you cook, cook it with it. the meat. Yeah. You cook it with stuff. No, you yeah. cut the cilantro, you put it in there. You always have vegetables in the food, but they're normally cut, diced and mixed with a sauce and you eat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the way. Um, <coughs> Which is fine. Yeah. I don't love cooked carrots. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of, they're okay. Yeah. But I'd rather just eat a raw carrot. Unless, unless they become dissolved. You like, like them when they're mushy? Like a carrot so some puree? People, um, yeah, you, pure, you basically you puree it and some people put that in a um, tomato sauce. And it's uh, actually pretty good. Okay, you, so it's just not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've totally altered it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like they put it like their spaghetti sauce. Oh, it's actually pretty tasty. I, I normally don't do that, but I've I've tried it and I, I thought it was awesome. You put a little red wine in that. It's uh, it's quite good. Mm. So the other part of his question is about John Dunn Scotus. Now. Is it would we ever cover uh, consider yeah. covering something by Scotus? Yeah, I would. I think um, the problem that I have with Scotus is more that I have a problem with Scotus fans because they'll say something like he's better than Aquinas yes, or something, yeah. and you're like, you can't. Yeah, it's just like okay, you just like don't get to say that. Yes, yeah, but Scotus is not wrong. I mean, he is the 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 good thing about Scotus that I would say is that he he expands the arguments from Aquinas yeah, to be a little more fleshed out, which is good. And so a lot of, a lot of the distinctions that people attribute to Aquinas actually come from Scotus, such as um, uh, the big thing was the distinction between um, change yeah, where you have um, a hierarchical series of changes or you have, um, uh, I guess, um, what's, what's the term that was used? It was essential change, or was it just non-essential change? I can't remember the, the, the exact thing, but basically when, when something is an, in a state of act and potency, you either analyze it through its essential qualities to separate the, the, the object in the here and now, um, as opposed to just seeing this accidental series, which kind of manifests uh, of the particular thing um, in an accidental way, which would not be essential. The, the, that kind of stuff actually comes from Scotus, but it was implied in Aquinas, but Scotus kind of, I guess, fleshes all that, all that stuff out. So yeah, I don't hate Scotus. I just... You like to bully Scotists. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little too fanatical and I think they, they overstep their bounds. Didn't you say he's like borderline heretical in many ways? He's not heretical, but like he, he yeah. would be one now if he... Um... N- the the reason why I said that I pro- I probably overstated at that point, but the reason why I said that is he he also very much preferred not um, I, I would have to reread it again before I make a statement right now because I, I, it has been a long time we since were I read riffing it. when you made comments yeah yeah and, and so it, it was. It, it, it was a while before I, since I read it, but yeah, I would have to reread it. But I know he was just much more, 
he, he was much more like particular in the way his arguments were ordered by love a short introduction to john dunn scotus i don't know if i'd be interested in reading an introduction as much as i just, yeah. I just want to read scotus yeah i don't want i don't so so from my memory so again it's been years since i read it for from my memory um even though he kind of parceled out a lot of the argumentations he didn't necessarily find the intellectual pursuit as convincing as um, just believing through scriptures and faith. And I, and I think that's the part that I really didn't then like Then why did he it. write stuff? Because he was a scholastic. Kind of. Yeah. He was still part of the tradition. But, but, but I think many times he... He's more of a departure. I think that's yeah. why um, convert, converts from heretical sects mm-hmm. enjoy him so much. Yeah. It's because kind of in the end, he's like, I don't know. I can't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Read the Bible. Yeah, he was more more of that flavor, which I just think is it's not what, I, what I'm interested in. Yeah. But yeah. But again, I'll have to read him again and make a better judgment right now. It's been... That's fine. Yeah. Because it's been... Oof, 10 years under, Undergrad years when I read him. 20 years? Yeah, <laughs> like 2004. I hate, I hate like being like everybody dies. Yeah, <laughs> people talk about how long ago something was. Oh yeah, fuck. Just think about that. Yeah, 20 years ago. That's insane. Yeah, I was talking about a vacation, we family vacation we took to Spain, and she was like, "Do you remember?" And I was like, "That was 20 years ago." Yeah, was Why? it really? Yes. Wow. I'm old enough that our family vacations were 20 years ago. Yeah. Like what the hell? But for your mom, probably just feels like yesterday. Oh, I know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird how much my hair is graying out. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna gray by the time my early thirties. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like how much? Look, it's starting to gray out there. Oh, yeah. The side of my head is all gray. Because mm. you grayed at thirty-five or something. You mm-hmm. started going gray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thirty-four. I think I started to get this um patch right here that I hate. Yeah, I remember the patch. Now it's all that. Yeah. I remember the streak. Mm-hmm. So I, I changed my um. 34, what year would that have been? 2016? Belgium years? Yeah, Belgium years, yeah, yeah. So I, I changed my part. My part, my natural part is actually here, but I hated the streak so much that I forced it this way. <laughs> no, it just kind of does that. Yeah. <laughs> it still doesn't. Like, if I wake up, I have to use, like, oh, yeah, yeah. stuff on it to force it to go that way. But I, I hate that gray streak so much. Well, it's all gray now. Yes, but that streak still is very. Oh, I see. Noticeable. I see. It's pretty. Yeah. If if I actually, why does it make you feel old or what? I just hate the way it looks. It looks why? like a skunk. Oh. Yeah. It just pisses. It just annoys me. <laughs> Dye your hair black. Yeah. <laughs> your beard it. to match. I would. I would rather just be all gray or yeah. have it spread. Yeah. But to have a fucking streak just looks retarded. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have hair anymore. Yeah. So the last part of his question was. He's got two more. Oh, oh we're just nuking all of them, huh? No, it's just of this one, because he, he wrote us another one. Oh, did he? About the Boolean logic, which we won't answer this time. What is it? Um, do y'all have a favorite non-Catholic philosopher? Aristotle. <laughs> Done. <laughs> How about one? I think what he means... No, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aristotle. Um, no, it's not even referenced by... Where did he send that one? We're the same one. Is it? Mm-hmm. Why am I not seeing it here? Weird. Interesting. Um, 
Maybe he... I'm just trying to find the freaking thing. Yeah, it's not in this one. Weird. Um, favorite non-Catholic philosopher? Who would you say? I don't know if I have many. Probably really, even though I disagree with... <clears throat> I disagree with everything he says. Um <laughs> Really, still would be Nietzsche. I think. I yeah, think the reason seems why like an easy one. Yeah, but I think the reason why I do like him is because if it, if I were not Catholic, that's what you'd be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, if, well, he's the one true atheist. If, yes, he's the one true atheist. If Catholicism was not true, um, you'd become Nietzsche. He would be right. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. That if if it were not true, yeah, he would be right. Yeah, why I think. Like the new atheists, people like Sam Harris are, are just still wrong because they want to appeal to virtue um, objectively uh, from, from their subjective stance. No, if there were no God, I would be God, and then I would have my will to power. Yeah, I mean that—that's that's the point. Yeah, I like Slavoj Žižek a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like a personality. Yeah, I think he's insane and wrong about almost everything. But yeah. <laughs> That's funny when they're non-Catholic. I just have to be like, yeah, they're wrong about almost everything. But yeah, I just enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As far as like any kind of philosophy, probably Jung. Mm, yeah, that's true. I really like him as like a psychoanalyst yeah. type, but he's not really a philosopher. Mm. He just kind of observes things in a way I enjoy. Yeah. But I don't really know if that was counts. He, was he raised Catholic? No, I think he was uh, Lutheran. Lutheran, yeah. Mm. Mm, that makes sense. Did you see the the buttons on the? Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> we are recording in enemy territory right now. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would be that proud of it. They got to have their thing. I guess. I was talking with her, and um, they are very. They still uh, consider baptism a sacrament. Yeah, the Lutherans do, right? Yes, yeah. and because we were talking about. We had kind of an ecumen. We had a dinner on Tuesday or whatever it was, and um, mm. she we were we were kind of hashing stuff out a little bit. I at this point, when my mom's talking about you know religious stuff, theological stuff, I just kind of let her talk about it. I don't need she doesn't need me to disagree with her right now because okay. it's not going to do anything. You know? Yeah, um, but that was, that's what was happening. Just yeah, 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 yeah. And um, the Lutheran was saying stuff like. I don't remember what how she, I don't they have a way they word it but it's essentially that baptism is a sacrament and something you need once and the, um, our friend that stays with me now he um was talking about how uh what's the word like can you be rebaptized and I was like no <laughs> right yeah and um the lutheran I don't want to name anybody yeah um uh he or she was like, I don't know how she wait worded it, but she's like, I don't know what the purpose would be. It would, it's already happened, yeah. you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was talking about how you're like washed by the spirit and by the water or something. There's a way that they word it. Oh, okay. That sounds very Lutheran. Yeah. But it's still like a, a, still a grace imparting sacrament. Yeah. It's might maybe not correct in like a technical. Yeah. They yeah. might not have all of the the you know the minutia 
down. Yeah. But like it's still a sacrament. They they're they they're um they believe in consubstantiation, mm. which is different than trans because the transubstantiation yeah. is what the bread and the wine this literally becomes the body and blood of Christ. It, uh, yeah, it just means that the essence has changed while the while the um uh, manifestations remain the same. But um, in consubstantiation, it becomes the body and love of Christ, yet is still also the bread and wine, which doesn't make sense to me, but that's yeah. their that's their view. Yeah. It doesn't make but much sense. But they're a real presence. It's still a kind of real presence. It's not symbol- just symbolic, yeah. but it's still a weird, it's mm. a weird middle ground, Yeah. but it still is closer there's still kind of a sacramental yeah, quality yeah. about it. If they do think it is actually the body and blood of Christ, even in some form, yeah. it's not just symbolic. So like if we, I would talk to That's a Lutheran, yeah. I think there would be a little bit more of a common, yeah. they might use similar language. Yeah. Cause Luther was like one degree removed. I know yeah, his, yeah. his issue was mostly hierarchical. Yeah, mostly the St. Peter's Basilica. St. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's Basilica. <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. Um, and the, he's like, why do you building that? When I saw that poor guy over there, <laughs> why don't you give him the money? It's like, why don't you give him your money? We're building a church for people to go to. That's one of the most ridiculous documents I think I've ever read in my life. Jews and Lies was way better. Um, yes, it was. Legit, kind of a not good. <laughs> yes, kind of yeah. Well done. Yes, yeah. <laughs> He actually had points there. <laughs> the 95 theses were just crap. <laughs> it wasn't even like entertaining. It was. I can't believe we did that line by line. I know. Wasn't it like four hours? It was a long time. I think we're like one of the only people that I know that actually has read it. We on air? Just read it, period. <laughs> I, I've never met a Protestant that's actually read it. Yeah. I've never um, met Catholics that actually read it. So, yeah. Well, indulgences he also hated. Yes, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all. I mean, there's really only. It was two, really all money stuff. It's only two theses. It's I don't like indulgences and I don't like St. Peter's Basilica. <laughs> that, that's his gripes for the entire <laughs> thing. But he just kind of spreads it out into a. Um, almost like child like or teenage rant because they think about luther as being like a figure that like decentralized the bible and stuff yeah no no he didn't do anything (laughs) he wrote this in latin dude yeah (laughs) and then right after that he wrote his own catechism (laughs) just the large catechism the small catechism just think about like what he did (laughs) oh i don't think many lutherans have even read that i know she has Really, she yeah, has. She's read all a lot of. I think she's read on the Jews and their lies. I think she's read. Oh, yeah, she's first. Yeah, she has like a degree in being Lutheran or something. You know, oh, some kind okay. of, some kind of education. Yeah, some kind of Lutheran theology. Something, yeah. So she. Mm-hmm. What does she think about the ninety-five theses? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, no. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't prod people much anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. People have a very hard time just letting you be Catholic. Yes. You know? Yeah, they, they, they do. do. They really have a hard time with it. Yeah. Um I think that there's it's very American that like Catholics are considered subversives almost. Yeah. You know, when some when someone converts, it's like who who tricked you, who beguiled you, who Yeah, yeah. Who subverted <laughs> a member of my family into the <laughs> whore of Babylon or whatever. Like, they have yeah. a hard time with it. Huh? They just have a hard time letting people yeah. just let people be Catholic. I know. Yeah, I definitely do think they do. I'm just letting you be heretics. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not like 
I'm not crusading you or giving you a hard time. Yeah. Yeah, they have much less harder time if someone is like um orthodox or gay guy or yes yeah (laughs) why do you think that is with the orthodox part i think because they're they're still rebelling against the church so does is it not is it not because it feels less serious to them i think inherently becomes less serious because they did rebel okay yeah that's what i think anyways just the way that um it's like it's like no matter what, people still pay their respects to the Queen of England. Yeah. And they still pay, pay respect to the royal family. I think they just take it a little more serious. Um, as opposed to the rebel Americans, it's like the only thing they take serious from us is the fact that we have so much wealth and we produce technology and everything. And so yeah, if we didn't have that, nobody really would respect the presidency. Then I don't think anybody respects American presidency the way that people respect the Queen of England, or at least now it's the King of England, or at least respect the royal family or whatever. Amanda laughed at the poll I tweeted. Oh, uh, what was it? Would you, would you read it out loud? Yeah. Oh, you want me to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is important question. Who is the gay one, Grant or Jeremy? And you have like 45% of the votes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's been a theme is everybody's like... They're like, wait, you're the gay guy. <laughs> I thought it was Jeremy. <laughs> or they won't know. They won't know who, yeah. who which voice is which, and I'll be like, oh, that's the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my um, my Twitter has been blocked for the whole week. Wait, what did you do? You didn't tell me. You don't tell me stuff anymore. <laughs> I'm way out of the loop. You've gone radio silent for a week. Oh no, it's just just somebody you... somebody reported my daddy fucker quotes. I, I no, that's funny. Some... Yeah, I know. They're not even threats. I know. But yeah, I got I got blocked for that. Did you have to delete them? Oh, uh, yeah. Ah! Well, someone screenshotted them for posterity for you. They did? No, a guy posted the screenshots of them. Oh, that's true. Amazing. I could go find those, too. The daddy fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I call it your daddy fucker routine. <laughs> you gave them the daddy fucker routine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some other people started to say it, which is good. Oh, really? Yeah. You started the thing? Yeah. I, I, I like it because, you know, like, motherfucker doesn't mean much to people anymore. We say it, daddy fucker. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> mother, motherfucker's been said so often. The guy that posted whatever. his address. Yeah. <laughs> Come say it to my face. Here's right? my home address <laughs> right. we should do on an, Twitter. We should do an episode in front of his house. And it was an apartment. It's even worse. It was People were calling him Rentoid. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, haha, you're a Rentoid. <laughs> like, Own a home, loser. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you post your address for Why would you thing? post your address on? And secondly, if you are a renter, why? <laughs> this, there's nothing impressive about being a renter, man. So, yeah, that was pretty. Um, I knew where his address was. I knew the, I yeah. knew the location. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say it on the air because I, I don't want to get. Yeah. in trouble for saying the address he posted. <laughs> like, dude, do you know how many 4chan boards that address is going to end up on now? <laughs> Don't post your address on Twitter for any reason. What a dumbass. If a short Peruvian guy is giving you a hard time about fucking your dad... <laughs> Don't post your address. Yeah, just stop fucking your dad. <laughs> fucking your dad. Stop you telling do. people you fuck your dad yes. through your behavior. 
and don't post your address after you're called out for fucking your dad. It's not a good strategy. It doesn't make you look good. A little crazy and a little perverted. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. <sighs> I had a question. Um, I'm just thinking of stuff. Yeah. I think we have good energy, but I, the talking points, I want to keep moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, because that's kind of a line, I'm, I'm having to learn to tow for various reasons. Um, when is it appropriate to just let people be wrong? I struggle with that. Um, I struggle with listening to people be like really wrong about stuff and like yeah. just letting it sit. I, I guess I don't, I would have to ask specifically what, what, what do you mean by letting them be wrong? Like if my mom is going on about a thing that she thinks about, you know, her, I know, but I, I guess and specifically because not challenging it, not challenging it like verbally. Yeah. Like, oh, is it ever appropriate to just, it's appropriate it if, if you think challenging it would make her go deeper into falsehood. So that's okay. But, I don't mean her specifically. I mean, any yeah, kind, or that anybody, does happen yeah. with a lot of people. Yeah. But if your question in general is when is it okay to let people be wrong is never. Yes. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, um, <laughs> I know exactly. And I don't know how to handle it. And so it just, it just, but if you're asking about tactic is like, you know, is, is if I begin to interject right now, is it going to push her further deeper into sin or, or him into sin is going to push them further deeper into, into a worse life. And then your tactic has to change while you're never allowing them outside of the bounds of, of what is, what is wrong. Right. Mm. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's, I think it's more of a tactic. It's like, you know, um, so when it's, when it's tactically advantageous to not challenge it, then you let it be. Okay. But do you have still, those instances regularly? Um, it's very hard for me to think that not that challenging it is the wrong move. Yeah, especially when it's like a discussion of theology or something. Or when when it becomes to discussions, no, there's never a point in which I would not challenge something. Like like if it's an actual uh, discussion of truth, it has to be challenged. I would say. Okay. Um, but if you see somebody like living a wrong life sometimes you challenge them or push them further away from the truth and so that's that, like that, a middle finger thing or? yeah because yeah. you know like if if you know if if when you were like discerning your faith and then every single catholic was telling you you fucking faggot you're going to hell it would probably would have turned you off from from continuing to pursue it you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and so i would say yeah that would that would not be that would not be appropriate because then you're actually not helping. Yeah. The point is to to really help. But if somebody's engaging with you in in a discussion or is trying to insult you or or put backhanded um, statements, I would say, it, in those instances, it should never really be allowed. It should always be fought yeah. back. Yeah. You know, someone's you're having a conversation with somebody about the church or something, and they're like, "Catholics yeah. believe everyone who's not Catholic is going to hell." It's like, no. Yeah, stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> yeah, I would say that is not that true. Have, yeah, because that that's that's just a lie. But so. a certain after a certain point, I think it does become a waste of time. If, if you keep the, yeah. yeah, if you keep telling someone the same thing over and over and over, it and could over in the immediacy. But I know some people that went where they say that they were reluctant. But the fact that somebody was relentless with the truth, they ended up changing eventually. Oh. And so I, yeah, I would say it does seem it pointless in the immediacy for the most part, but I think ultimately 
your conviction towards the truth um, will always be more effective than okay. a- allowing somebody just to shit on over you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say that people are, but I'm saying that if they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like they, they, they get actually more affirmed in their, um, in their beliefs if you, if you allow them to. If you just say nothing, they're like, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah which is unfortunate. So yeah, I would say you should always just speak out. Even if it's just a quick thing, it's like, no, that's wrong, but keep going. You know, just something like that is, is effective. Yeah. Okay. Wrong, yeah. Um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Wrong. <laughs> keep going. What are you talking about? Wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong you're incorrect that's not true <laughs> yeah but keep going <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's something that i just have a very strong um lean towards i do too yeah but yeah. I, i'm having to kind of discern right what the right move is there know? might be other people that that could have different tactics that that's been effective for them um but I think the one thing that we will still have in common is that you don't let it slide. Yeah. Like they might say, maybe address it later, or maybe address it in, after this discussion when the heat goes down, whatever. I yeah, I, I don't function that way though. I like to address it when the heat. I is just up. I just like go right for it. Yes, and part and part of the reason why I like to do it that way is because I do think it's the most honest discussion. The problem, I think one of the biggest lies that many people say, and this is kind of, they normally say in relationships, um, where they say that if you're really mad at somebody, um, just write it down and don't tell them. And then after you calm down, then have a discussion. I, I actually don't believe that to be a proper method. I think that we just need to say it um, in the heat of anger right now. No, It has to be in the heat of anger. Yeah. Because in the heat of anger... That's when the truth comes out. Yeah, that's when you're the most honest. And so um, when, you, when you sit back and you, and you think about it, you tend then to lie. You tend to think, well, maybe it doesn't bother me that and much. And more. And placate more and so on, yeah. Which I, which I think, no, I want it right now. I want it while you're crying. I want it while you want yeah. to hit me. Yeah. And if you need to hit me, then hit me. But let's get the truth out. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, I find that to be the most effective. That tends to be the most part. I mean, look what happened. Especially if you can do it while you're drinking. Yes, yeah, yeah. Especially. Because <laughs> even like in the episodes, like did get heated, like with your mom or and with stuff, it becomes the most memorable for them precisely because it was not let go in the heat of passion. Well, the episode that was a questioning faith with my mom or whatever. Yeah. It was, I think, probably our most effective episode of all time. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we had to send one recording out to space, it's probably that one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was a really good one. And I think a, a huge part of it, just because, you know, we 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 kept at it in, in over and over and over. Yeah, and the over point and that, over. that tears started to come out. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, that's that's the most honest discussion you could have. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of sucks. What? That people get ov- overly emotional about stuff like that. Yeah. Rather than... Well, I speak especially for women. That's kind of to be expected. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fully understand why, though. Like, there's... Sometimes I think I, there's an identification with ideas that people do. Yeah. Where it be, it's them. It's not right, their ideas. Yeah, yeah. It's their character. Yeah. Their, their concept of their own character is so wound up in their... The idea. In the the idea of So the, when you attack the ideas, so you're attacking them. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's for most people would feel like that. I feel most people Probably. react like that. Yeah. I think it's actually a unique quality to not feel like that. Yeah. Um, cause I don't feel like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think it, I know that you don't feel like that at all. <laughs> no, no. Um, and I think that that speaks to an, a confidence in the ideas. Yeah. That I don't remember. Um, our friend was asking me, um, they're like, is there anything that would happen? Could happen to, um, you know, damage your faith in the church or something. And I was like, mm, no, yes, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, you know, and then they throw out hypotheticals like, well, what if you're, you know, what if Jeffrey Epstein became Pope or something? I'm like, uh, he, he wouldn't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There hasn't been an example of something like that occurring. Yeah. So it's not really like a, you know, you can ask hypothetical. What if a unicorn became Pope? It's like, that would be weird, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Hypotheticals don't really matter. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just such a confidence and faith and knowing that I'm correct. <laughs> that like, yeah, that, that you don't you don't get your identity around. No, because it. it's the, the the way that we're correct is explicitly not about us. Yes, it's yeah. not me. Yeah, and I do think that that just happens when you begin to both behave rationally, but I think also just being being um, intellectually honest. I think when you become intellectually honest, because I think we all. In earlier stages, probably struggle with that. I think everybody in intellectual some, honesty, yeah, or, or like wrapped up. I remember like when I was in grade school, and kids were like telling me that Sega Genesis was better than Nintendo. Like I got emotional. That 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 pissed me off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think because my belief that Nintendo was better was wrapped up with my identity. And yeah. so when that's what like, the music thing. Was, yeah, people it, get so mad about bands and stuff. Yeah, because I think I think we all do that. But I think there's a point when you become mature intellectually. If you become mature intellectually, yeah. there's like fifty year olds that don't. But yeah, that that if you become mature intellectually, you you tend to um, just depart from that, and you and it's, you're submitting to truth. And so when you be submitting to truth, you're it's no longer you. It's it's God. <laughs> and so, you know, when, when, when we're trying to figure things out and we come up with deductions or inductions, it, it isn't me. It isn't like, okay, this is what I want to believe. It yeah. is, this is what is true. So I will submit to what is true. Yeah. Because if it's going to be based on what I want to believe, a lot of times then you're guided just wrongfully, you know, if you, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, I think a lot of people do the reverse. Yeah. A lot of times they have a certain inclination, a certain desire or lifestyle, and then they find a religion or they find a theology or they find um, a political affiliation or whatever that that affirms their passion uh, rather than submitting to something that is true. And so, yeah. and so you know, it, it goes back to like the Nintendo and Sega Genesis thing. It was like... Um, it, it uh, I, I wanted it to be true so much. I'm trying to think of, because yeah. the, the, you know, when we had that heated discussion about Pitbull, that wasn't about a specific artist I liked. I know that wasn't, it was just about taste in music in general. Yes, yes, which I think is slightly different than what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I've ever gotten like heated about taste-wise that was something I liked. Right, yeah. No, I think a lot of times you kept the, the conversation on but, but I do think you've loosened up significantly in oh, terms yeah, yeah, of the identity yeah, 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 yeah. with music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still I like the music I like just as much. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That part has not changed, obviously. I don't think I still like Nintendo. But I also think there's <laughs> yeah. a flip side because what? Because we, 
I don't know if we talked about this on air or not yeah. today. Did we? Or was that before we started? I'm not sure. But we could re-say it. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't remember. It might have not been on air. Not even before we started. Um, sorry, drinking water. Um, after that, the Pitbull <laughs> discussion. And I don't know if that was a formative part of whatever. Like, I eventually realized that that was a funny thing to be yeah. upset about or whatever. But um, it it doesn't... There's no... What's the the Latin the de gusto disput no se non se disputandum or whatever yeah 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 what is it de gustibus non es disputandum yeah 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 the disputes there is no disputing there is no argument of taste there is no dispute of taste I don't know de gustibus non est disputandum I'm looking it up de gustibus I don't remember is exactly um. That's, I think that's close to it. You found it. Yeah. Um, de gustibus non est disputandum. Desput- okay. Yeah. So disputandum, not de- yeah. disputandum. Um, it is disputandum, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Can't believe I remembered that. Um, there literally is no, there can be no dispute. Yeah. Dispute in taste. Yes. Yeah. Because it's what you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's not. So when people like music, you think is shitty. It's not because the music is shitty. It's because you have different tastes. I mean, the, yes, yeah. The music can be shitty. Like I don't. Yeah, it can be, but that's not really the, right. Yeah, the, and, and I think the point that that I was trying to make um, was that there can be shitty music. I think an example of that is like atonal music. Oh yeah, like that's yeah, an yeah. Ex- actual example of distortion yeah. as opposed to or like weird haunting sounds like, like they played like psychology from, from the witch yes yeah yeah they purposefully distorted and so on and so forth um yeah th- those are actually distorted sounds but something like pitbull that's not distorted sound that's just a matter of taste if somebody like just likes to listen to dance music it's like, pitbull yeah listen to that or if they would like 80s dance music better they'll listen to 80s dance music you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and so that just become that that part becomes a matter of taste and i think uh, and I, I think the one thing that we're saying that in the world of art the only art that has not become completely um, depraved has been music totally Be- private of its nature yeah because painting has yes cinema has yes yep. um sculpture has yeah etc yeah because cooking has and, like, and and music tried to but it but it fucks with people's psychology so much that it just because it it's the most on. it's the most fundamental yes yeah. medium of art yes it is yeah. is music yes music yeah um and so even though at the every culture on it, earth no matter what they do they have music they have music exactly yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the most basic yep art form yeah because it's the least it requires the least you yes. just do it with your voice yeah or the uh, drums like oh, no, no, no. it's like the, it's the africans well we have our technology and they do that <laughs> yes, yes yeah. <laughs> um, don't forget about peanut butter and super soaker <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i just can't i just can't care when someone says something about a thing they like and i don't like it yeah i have I mean, zero yeah. reaction yeah yeah if they ask me i'll say i think it's dumb yeah exactly yeah i do yeah i do the same thing and and, and i think that's that's just something that really is something that comes with with um like acad- not academic but I intellectual, guess, um, maturity. Intell- intellectual maturity it's like everybody goes through that um through childhood and through early early like um years of adulthood but but then you you meet people that stay that way and they're like 45 years old and they're still getting angry about it. 
and it's uh, it's um that's when it just becomes a, a bit too absurd sorry i need to text a number really quick Ugh. send it individually so i can copy paste um yeah cuz i just like the stuff i like Exactly. And I think I have good taste. I think I objectively had good taste Mm -hmm. in movies, music, food, whatever. Like I spend enough time and put enough energy into liking stuff that's good that I think I have a developed palate for those things. But I don't care. The one person, Caleb is the one person on earth that bothers me because he'll say like Doritos are shit. I'm like, how? Like, what are you talking about? Because say stuff like that. Like he, oh, I was like nauseated, angry, not literally, but like borderline, borderline, jokingly, nauseous, like nauseated with anger as a joke, but also like homicidal really was he was like, he's like, I just tried my first peanut butter and jelly and then he sends a picture and it's in the trash and he took two bites, didn't like it and threw it away. And I was like, Oh really? I'm going to break this wine bottle and cut your throat open. (laughs) Because you just threw away a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and those kind of things, like like when yeah. someone dislikes that, I'm like, yeah. okay, there's something wrong. Yes, there's something yeah. wrong with your taste, right? Or intellectually, like you could be retarded, you could be yeah, something, yeah. but like, what the fuck? You, you know, you know what lasted for me the longest? Yeah, that that, that disliking I, I, something that that, that that was still would make me upset was um soccer. If people have bad soccer opinions, yeah, and so they're it, like Maradona sucked. Yes, you know that, like, that stuff. Like, like, yeah, yeah, the start. You start to get a little. You start to get a little yes, heightened. And yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it wasn't until um, when I stopped caring as much was 2014, and the reason why I stopped caring because I realized how stupid I was being. <laughs> so, and so um, yeah, what happened? Many such cases. Yes, yeah. And so what happened was um, Brazil lost to Germany seven to one. And I, I fell like into a deep, deep sadness. Who won what? Who lost what? Brazil lost to Germany 7-1. Oh, Oh, I remember that game. Yeah. It was like, I was depressed. I was like, fuck. Your entire world has changed. Yeah. It's, it was stupid. And then after about like the next day I woke up, I was still pretty sad. Um, after that, I was like, why am I sad? You know, yeah. I was like, this is dumb. It's just a soccer game. Get over it. And, um, and ever since then, I've never, I think, I think that was my last thing that was that way to me was, was I, you know, I, I watched, I, I don't even watch it that much anymore. I was, I was watching, um, uh, a lot of Bundesliga. I was watching La Liga, the Spa- Spanish, um, league. I was watching those two probably the most. I never really got into um, Premier League. Because they're British and they're gay. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I should because Premier League, technically, I would say is probably the most a- action-packed because of the way they play. You know, they shoot a lot. They do a lot more attempts than, than most some clubs do. They're very aggressive. It's a lot of running. Um, spectacular goals that way. But I, I kind of liked, uh, especially back in like 2008, 2009, I was really, really into the... Um, the tiki taka place like like um uh barcelona was doing everything and so yeah that, that was probably my last hold up A- after that i just i don't really care about taste if somebody says they like a certain well, team because like, with yeah. soccer that's not necessarily a taste thing 
it is you if can they say, statistically yes, tell you can start, who's better or not. Yes, but I, I was, it would still piss you off. Yeah. Like, for me, it would. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I could not get over France beating um, Brazil as well in the 98 World Cup. Yeah. Like, that. Like I hated France for like the entire time. <laughs> now I don't anymore. It's like, whatever, you know, they're a good team. I could admit it now. Like, they're, they're but like, it, there's a visceral. There, well, that's yeah. the thing with sports. It's like music and sports are yeah. like the two most uh, yeah. fundamentally human activities. Yeah, I think so. Food, uh, music, sports, sports yeah. sex. Yes. That's why people get so heated about conversations about who they find attractive. Right, I yeah, think. that too, yeah. Those might be the things. Yeah. I'm always right about that one. But. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. Oh, did you answer Mr. Patriarch's poll? What was it? This is so insane to me. Let's let's um let's visit this. Mr. Patriarch. I'm banned from Let me I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. He put a poll up. Um and me is like not someone who like Whoa, what happened? That's how I typed it. Weird. Um, he put up a poll. When we're when we're done, do you want to go over to Tana's place and stuff? They're having a party apparently. Or do you, are you busy? Um, I could see. Okay. Um, so Mr. Patriarch put up a thing. You just want to do like thirty more minutes? Hit an hour and a half. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Mr. Patriarch on his Twitter says, "Fellas, who would you marry?" Neither are in a divorce and both share your faith. Number one of two options is beautiful blonde Nordic girl who's slender, shy, and polite. Number mm-hmm. two is also hot, curvy, olive-skinned, sultry, med female who's a little bit crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah. any person who doesn't choose the Mediterranean is insane. I just know this objectively. Yes, like that's yeah. objectively the better choice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a taste thing at that point. Oh, yes, yeah. The true. better woman is the, the like slightly crazy, oh, yeah. hot Mediterranean. Yes, yeah, I would agree. It has to be slightly crazy. It's a woman. Yes, I know. Women have to be slightly crazy. Yeah, they're just, too shy and polite. They're private. Completely insane. It's still beautiful. I know there has to be <laughs> the ones that like slit your throat while you sleep. <laughs> you still, you know, you. Oh. But it's there's even me not being a you know I'm a boob rejector. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not an enjoyer of women. Like I, I, the, the, it's more feminine to be a little crazy. Yes, they have to. Yeah, be. yeah, I agree. You don't want to marry like a dog yeah you want to marry a woman yeah and they're well, gonna be a little crazy what i call dude chick it's like you don't know they're just too yeah. nice and polite yeah and it's like no no like uh, it's 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 like fucking your it's like fucking your dude friend at that point but i, th- I think some guys really do like that you know it's, <laughs> it's weird yeah i just saw that and i, I like it like the the med girl won like a third of the votes and i was like Oh really? Yeah. Who yeah. are these gay guys <laughs> responding <laughs> responding to this poll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think because a lot of guys are similar to girls, where they're like when 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 a girl, <laughs> a lot of men are just gay. <laughs> yes. No, no. You know how a lot of women talk about the perfect guy that they want, and um. 
And it's, it, it's always just sounds unreal. It's like, there is no guy like that. It's like, you know, I want a guy that um, could support me, that pays attention to me, that can make me laugh, that's at least six foot. And, and, and they have all this list of, um, of qualities of a guy where they really just want a chick. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're listing female qualities to put on a guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, then when, and then you know that if they were to meet this fictitious man, they're still going to fuck the douchebag. They're still going to fuck the guy that, um, that girls actually uh, find attractive, not, not the fictitious one in their head. So I, I think when, when you ask a guy, they're the same thing. They, um, they tend to have a fake, uh, a fake thing in their head. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I think even me, I know that. Yes. No, yeah. it's just because we're, you know, we're like, you know, capital S sane trademark symbol. We're yeah, yeah. Like sane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's weird is once you're like, you like wake up in like real sanity. Yes. Everything is so weird. I know. Yeah, the world is insane. <laughs> Literally we started with the, with the podcast. <laughs> yes. We should start with how the contemporary world is insane. I'm like, oh yeah, let's do that. And then I'm like down the rabbit hole now and I'm like oh and then I convert and I'm like oh yes the world this is batshit crazy gone mad yeah I think many of them just don't um yeah they don't realize and I think that's the probably the weirdest part for me is I, I don't see how people can't uh can't notice we're noticers yeah, I can't notice. notice themselves being that insane though. I think that's a, that's the weirdest part. It's like they're they're yelling, you know, about nonsense. They're they're not making any sense, but they they don't notice themselves. Hey, I'm I'm actually just completely batshit crazy. Yeah, let's go to the valley tonight. All right, it's at Tana's place. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love Tana. Yeah, I wonder if that's because I'm a gay guy and she's like kind of one of the boys. Yeah, yeah. she definitely is. <laughs> Yeah, Matt's gone, so I was just going to be... Oh, like, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the man of the house, Tana. Yes, yeah. That's my favorite thing, is I think something about... And this isn't necessarily just like a gay guy thing. Yeah. I think that gay guys, you know, gay guy TM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay guy copyright. Um, <laughs> boob rejectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. That upset my mom so much, apparently, when she found my Twitter. She's like, boob rejector. <laughs> <laughs> That you was the thing since you were a baby. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't latch. Um, <laughs> it's innate. It wasn't my fault. Babies are born gay. Uh, no, but um, the, th- the I think that women find, especially like very feminine women, yeah, find like a like a solace mm-hmm. in ex- very masculine men who are also sexually not threatening. I think there's oh, a thing right, socially there's a dynamic there yes, that I yeah. think that like, you know, kind of a classical eighties gay guy would right, fill yeah. when they were, you the know, BFF the, 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 the Tom of Finland style gay guy where they're just like yeah. super masculine and ripped and yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I noticed that kind of when girls are like one of the boys or something, or like even with Amanda or yeah, whoever, yeah. like, if like the man's not around, they latch on, but obviously it's not sexual at all. Right. But yeah, there's yeah. just like a, camaraderie between yeah, feminine women and masculine men who don't want to fuck them. Yes. There's yeah, like, that's I, a very specific kind of, yeah. I, I think that's like the, the Teresa of Avila. 
uh, John of the Cross relationship. Right. Yeah. 100. Because I've, I've studied some of that. And I was talking to Anne Marie this last week. And I was like, I was like, our, my friendship with Anne Marie yeah. is John of the Cross and Teresa of Avila. Yeah. There's yeah. an extreme spiritual bond mm-hmm. that feels borderline vocational. Yeah. Between us that is not sexual at all. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. there's an incredible, um, like Anne Marie and I, if we, you know, joined forces, we'd convert nations. Like we're, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. about us. And yeah. I, I say that hyperbolically, like I don't yeah. know, but there's like a dynamic that's very hyper specific to like a priest and a nun or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. those combos like move mountains. Yeah. Cause it is a vocational thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It is a mother and a father come together in a different way. But when I, you know, when we were talking about Tanner or something, there's like a, there's an immediate like switch that flips and just yeah. riff all night. Yeah. Best yeah. time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that I get to experience that cause I don't want to fuck women. Yeah. <laughs> I get to be the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Like, yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why women like gay guys, but gay guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like nuns love hanging out with priests and vice versa. There's like a, it's like a thing. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, the, 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 the spiritual bond between women, men and women who are oriented towards not f- like producing children can be very powerful in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that this totally foreign to you. But <laughs> 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 yeah, that's why I like hanging out with Tana and Anne Marie and yeah, the girls and yeah. Yeah. No, it should be, it should be good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Cause I'm going to have to drive and everything. What do you mean? I think they've too much. Oh, so you're going to be, yeah, you're the DD, mm-hmm. the double D bra yes. for the night. Yes. The double dick, <laughs> the designated, designated dick designated dick <laughs> obviously though <laughs> that's been established <laughs> wedding vows are for <laughs> have they been over there for a while are your uh, children all over there mm-hmm. wow how, how big of a how big of a house do they have mm, it's not very big but is it yours big. bigger oh yeah 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 so it's gonna be like a real catholic sitting on top of everybody party yes a lot of them play outside though well the children because it's sunny yeah imagine like, like matt playing with the children outside it's <laughs> like running around with like, pretending yeah. to be a horse or something it's comfortable though they have like a wide open what part of layout. what part do they live in of town not don't dox the address or anything oh like, yeah what's the uh, do they live farther out than you yes yeah like probably, probably like or? yep yeah yeah probably like 15 minutes down that's not that bad. Yeah. That's not real KGB. No, no. Real KGB is like 45 minutes. It, it, it isn't like the boonies. It just, um, yeah. You just go up past the home. Is that past the Home Depot? You go up the hill? Oh. Maybe uh, I don't know where KGB is. You can't connect to it from there, but that's um, Palmer-Wasilla Highway. No, not Palmer-Wasilla Yeah, that's Palmer-Wasilla Highway. And then you turn left again on connect KGB. Goose Bay Road. Yeah. But we, you, we don't have to go that far because KGB starts sooner for us. Just right off of Main Street. Main Street becomes it. Main Street becomes it. <laughs> I'm just looking at the map. Does it really? Mm-hmm. 
Main Street becomes it. If you go to the intersection of Parks Highway and Main Street, after that part, if you keep going straight, it Parks becomes Parks Highway and Main Street. Yeah, it becomes KGB. Oh, it is kind of like an either-or thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're like... Wow, you there. actually live close to them. Yes, I do, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not bad. Are they um, Are they to the, the point where you get to the, the first big intersection with the... Um, uh, with the Kinnick Country Liquor. Are they past that? KKO. KKO. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're doing that. Um, Probably yeah, it's not. past there and everything, yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what are we at? Hour 10? I feel like that's rude. Is it a rudely short episode? I'm not sure. Last episode was pretty long, right? Or was that short as well? Hour and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, I mean, we could cover, cover another... Um, Ryan Gosling for real, for real question. And Do you have another one? Just four seconds. We shot our shot on all of your, your questions. Yes. So, just, But we know that you'll pay us anyway. So will you please submit more? Just submit more questions. Yes. Well, let me see if I can find it. The last one that I have here, I don't know if you have more in yours, is um, what is Boolean logic? How does it differ from traditional? I actually know about logic? Boolean logic now that I've been doing this JavaScript course. Oh, you the do? true, false. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's all programming. Binary is Boolean. Yep. Yeah, binary. literally binary itself. Is yeah, it's, yeah. And so the main difference, uh, um, I, so the main difference is that um, the immediate, uh, the immediate inferences that one can make is limited with Boolean logic. You can only make contradictory statements or contradictory immediate inferences. And so, um, so if you have a proposition such as all SRP, you can only say uh-huh. that all SRP is contradictory yeah. to um, some SR not P. Yeah. And then it will be the same thing with, um, uh, with no SRP. So if you have no SRP, its contradiction is some SRP. Mm-hmm. And so you, those are really the only things you could do is, is basically say what the contradiction is. So there's no contrary, there's, so, there's no subcontrary, there's no subalternation. So for example, in Boolean logic, you cannot say if um, all SRP is true, you cannot say therefore no SRP is um, false. Mm-hmm. You can't make that call because in Boolean logic, there's insufficient, um, uh, I, I don't want to say information, because it's not really based on information, it's based on the existential fallacy. It's, it's true it, or false. It's, it's the idea that in Boolean logic, terms has no meaning. There's no meaning in terms. Terms are just terms. So that's why contradictions are the only thing that it could say. Because if Boolean logic was derived from a st- extreme skepticism. The problem was that once they, once um, in modern philosophy they rejected meaning in terms, mm-hmm. and then terms are only, you know, there, there, there is no, is from the epistemic relativism, it's from skepticism. There's it, no degree of truth. There's no degree of truth in any term. So it's just true uh, or false. There's no... It's only true and false only in terms of its contradiction. It's not even true or false in terms of its terms. It's so, just whether, so, the, so the, whether terms, the parts of it are coherent in yes. their own, within themselves. Because in yeah. like a JavaScript thing, yeah, you could... And it's not just JavaScript. It's in you know many yeah. coding languages. If you want to like a Boolean value, all yes. it kicks out is true or false. Yes. It's like... Um, 
if you you know if you're going to kick out some a result to the console or whatever um you could have like you know let cock equal pussy yes because it doesn't matter what the terms are yes, yes. and then if it's if cock equals vagina yeah just the letters not the yes. value they but yeah. just the letters and you go you know report that and you say boolean whatever it'll kick out false because those things are not equal in and of their letters the letters right, have to be the, the letters same. Yes, so you yeah. actually have to have for a boolean logic to matter at all in coding mm-hmm. you have to have a person who knows things reading the yes. values for it to make any sense because it could be random letters yes again but yeah. boolean logic doesn't it almost it just doesn't there just nothing has to mean anything yes but boolean logic is the rejection of semantics and so it's only syntax and so exactly if, yeah literally yeah, yeah. like so, coding is all syntax yeah that's all it is yeah. and so if all you have is syntax the only thing you could really you could really say whether the contradiction is true or false yeah and, and so yeah and that, that's really where, where, where boolean logic derives from because what, what ended what happened obviously was once philosophically you reject um objective truth and you reject um the the existential value of the terms means the terms actually refer to reality and all you have are terms that can mean whatever you want it to mean logic goes out the window there you cannot be rational if you believe the terms it's the same way that like if you do mathematics if you do mathematics but you say well i don't i I really don't think numbers are real you say two is two, but to me it's my before. And so it's like, you look at the person like, you're not making any sense. Well, yeah, but it also could be five, you know? And so try to do mathematics when you don't believe that numbers are real. If you, if you don't believe that there's actual value in numbers, meaning that there is no quantity, there's no, no quantification, mm-hmm. you really cannot do math. Math could be whatever you want it to be. It's like, yeah, two plus two equals 22. Boom, I'm done. And, and so it's like you, you don't, you, you, you literally cannot do it. And so what happened with logic is that if you believe that there is no truth um, and that words don't refer to reality, because there is no reality that is true they objectively. Had to synthesize. Yeah, you then then you can't be rational. And so Boo, George Bohl is the person that they named it after. George Bohl attempted to save logic in this new structure of extreme skepticism and epistemic relativity. Mm-hmm. And that's really the only thing he was able to come up with. Yeah. Was um the true and falsity of contradiction. And everything else just goes out goes Which out the They knew two thousand years ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> because a contradiction is the same. If you look at the principles of contradiction of Boolean logic, and and, and, logic. And they're, they're identical. There's no difference there. The difference is that with Aristotelian logic, there's more to it than that. There's more to it yeah, to that. Yeah. There are more options. You can make that. contrary statements. You could say, if, S, if SRP is true, if all SRP is true, therefore no SRP is false. You can make that statement in Aristotelian. You can't do that in, in Boolean. Mm-hmm. Or you could do subalternation if you were to say, if it is if it is um if it is true that um all srp therefore it is also true that some srp the subalternation so um, is there yeah. any is there any use for boolean logic aside from like coding because uh, the entire the entire all technological infrastructure we have now is based on boolean logic it is the utility is that you can you can do stuff like coding but other than that or yeah or you could talk about fantasy 
Like, I guess... I probably should clarify that. <laughs> no, I don't know if you need to. That's such a Jeremy answer. <laughs> so what I mean by that is that in Aristotelian logic, you cannot argue about fanta- fantasy. So like, you know, like a lot of these nerds that watch superhero stuff, yeah. they would say, well, um, can the Incredible Hulk um, carry Thor's hammer? And so that's fantasy. In Aristotelian logic, you can't argue that because they're not real. They're not real. That's the committing the existential fallacy that the terms don't re- refer to reality. Yeah. And so if the terms don't refer to reality, it could be whatever I want it to be. Yeah. I could literally write a comic book where James Bull uh, yeah. fights the Hulk. Yeah, and then carries the hammer of Thor, right? <laughs> like I could make whatever I want to up. But with Boolean logic, you could actually argue those cases because there yeah. is there is nothing that, that that anything refers to whatever you wanted to. And so you could argue about fantasy and you could do computer science. Yeah. And that's pretty much what your what Boolean logic is good for. But what's silly is that it isn't as if you can't do computer science with Aristotelian logic, you can. It's just that you have to ignore contrary, subcontrary, and subalternation. Yeah. All you have to do is just focus on contradiction, and you get the same results. Yeah. And so I, I don't. So I, I would say because it makes sense for coding. I know we keep yes. saying that, but it's because it's because contradiction makes sense. That's what I'm saying. That yeah, it, yeah. it is that Boolean logic is wrong. It's just that it only takes one aspect of uh, of the. Um, of logic, basically uh-huh. contradiction, and says that is all that we could logically determine. Yeah. It says everything else is logically in, undetermined, but we could only determine the truth and falsity of contradiction. Because um, what, so what I was saying about coding is, you yeah. know, all, all coding is based on uh, execute or not. Yes. All coding, all computers are fundamentally, you can reduce them to execute, in these certain conditions or whatever yeah. it's a program or a function or yeah, whatever whether is, the yeah. screen changes from one color to another based on whether the random string of numbers and letters matches or not yeah and you can it obviously gets way more complicated than that but that's all it is yeah so boolean logic is almost necessary for how computers function because of that, its simplicity but that does not mean yeah it's when computer nerds talk about it as like primary logic Right, it's yeah. like, what world do you live in? <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like, but but even then, what what I'm saying is that um, imagine computers based on Aristotelian logic. How yes. complicated that would be. <laughs> yes, it would be more complicated. <laughs> it wouldn't function as yes, they yeah. do now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Then, then then each term would 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 require meaning, or it's going to commit the existential fallacy. Um, yeah, and so that that's really what it is. So it is not Boolean logic is wrong. It's just incomplete. All they're doing is taking one aspect of logic and saying that's all, that's the only thing logically determined. But it is, um, I thought that was an interesting question. I think a lot of people don't know about the distinction of Boolean logic and traditional logic. Yeah. yeah. Logic and Boolean logic. Yes. Logic, <laughs> <laughs> logic per se and Boolean logic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, mean, I could talk a lot about it. Just I, I just I really do love logic. Yeah, it's, I know. it's one of the yeah one of the greatest things. Yeah, next week we're going to be doing the Q and A for Patreon. Yeah, uh, June sixteenth, I think, is the week from today. Yes. Whether it's it'll probably be on June sixteenth, but whether it's that day or you know the seventeenth on Saturday or whatever, mm-hmm. um, subscribe and get your questions in. People are already filtering them in, and probably one per person. 
maybe yeah. two, maybe two per person. And if any of them, or you, like, or you could submit more, but we're probably just going to choose one or two. Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. choose the most interesting and compelling. Yeah, one. and if and if we only get one per person, whatever, it'll be fine. You know, just, yeah, but we we have enough patrons that I don't know if just answering literally every question we get is going to be plausible anymore. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because what we didn't have, we had like half the number we have now. Yeah, and it's not like everybody's not everybody submits questions, but like we, the last one was four and a half hours. And that's just like, I don't know if we can do a seven hour. <laughs> We'd have to dedicate an entire day with breaks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which would be impressive, but yeah, you'd almost have to do it in like two parts and then release it in one thing. Yeah. And then Caleb, you have to submit more questions. Yeah. So. Sorry. We blew all yours. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> but there For are good real? questions though. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, we didn't hit an hour 30, but. Had a weird start. I feel like we found momentum, and now we have a party to go to. So, yes, party to go to. And um, I think I'm just gonna start randomly adding songs that I hear throughout the week to the ending. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Are, to, for this one, I might do "Drive" by Incubus. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't want to wait might be another one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I think it's going to be random. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the episode. I'm okay. just going to put random stuff I hear. Yeah, you should. Anyway, we'll talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.